0: Welcome back to another episode of Meet the Creatives Today I am here, I'm going to get it right in the first time It's Ashley Cachadorian. did I nail it? You nailed it We have so many mutual friends, it's insane I was like, I have to meet this girl uh, So you have a vlog, you have a whole bunch of amazing things going on And I don't want to do that thing where I like, drag people through their LinkedIn And go over like random dates and shit So just give me like, what you're about, what you're doing uh, And we'll take it from there
1: Thanks for having me on so, I make YouTube videos, I vlog, uh, I just started a business, so my long-term passion has been sustainability. I went to school for environmental engineering and graduated, start, did engineering for a while, um, but mainly the, the heart behind wanting to study environmental engineering was make a difference in the sustainability realm. So just started a sustainable apparel business and that I'm planning that and that's going to be launching in late August. So I'm a video creator. I'm an apparel designer and I like to make videos for YouTube.
0: Take me from like the beginning. How did you get involved in like content creation and um, where did all these kind of interests like come up? I'm always fascinated like what sparks it and like Was it, like, a when was the first time you got, like, your hands in a video camera? Was it an iPhone? All that kind of stuff.
1: Once I graduated, I really wanted to do something in the sustainability industry. But I felt like every sort of job opportunity I was going after just wasn't panning out. So I thought, what is a way that I can make my own difference in my own timing, in my own way? And I thought, why don't I start a blog? So I started ashcatch.com. At the time, it wasn't ashcatch.com. It was... It was a uh, from raw to Got recycled. Told. No, 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 it was, it was named something completely different. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then I saw a video, I was looking on YouTube for some inspiration and I saw a video from this YouTuber named Sarah Nurse. She makes uh, YouTube videos sort of about like entrepreneurship and minimalism and that sort of thing, like how to save money. And she inspired me to become a YouTuber. I saw some of her videos and I was like, I want to do that. Like that's how I want to make my difference in the sustainability industry as well, is sort of create a platform where I can have informational videos people can watch and how they can sort of uh, make their lives more sustainable but in like very practical, easy ways. So yeah, that's how I got into um, doing YouTube, but I've always loved video, took journalism classes in high school, video journalism classes. Yeah, 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 like on the news anchor team. (laughs) So that's how I kind of got started and Got started into storytelling and kind of video production, and that passion just had stayed with me for a while. And kind of died a little bit when I was studying engineering. And then once I graduated, I was like, I've always loved video. Like I just want to go back into that and I want to start um, just making videos again. So I I had a I bought a Canon Rebel T5I from Costco, right. <laughs> the stock lenses, you know, like everything. That everyone returns <laughs> <vacation>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That's yeah. So true. So I got that, and I started making little videos. I started on my phone at first, and would, um, yeah. So I started on my phone, and then I upgraded to the Canon, um, and then I used iMovie at first. And only until recently did I switch over to Adobe Creative Cloud, like, six months ago. Wow.
0: Do you ever have a hard time, like, picking, do you have, like, a favorite child? Like, what is, like, the thing you're the most obsessed with?
1: Yeah, that's another good question, because I do get asked that quite a bit, because to the outsider it seems kind of like happenstance all these different things that I start to take interest in for me I learned what I love the most by trying everything and I think I, when something interests me I, I like to give it a go and sort of see where that take, where my heart takes me in that and the things that have really stuck have been this desire to impact the, the world in in the, like the sustainability industry right so that that's kind of the when I think about how I want to make an impact it's create community and it's cre- like create a difference um, show that there's a way to be in business sustainably and ethically but also remain profitable because i think businesses most of the time think it's one or the other right. and they're constantly sacrificing or compromising their belief system to stay afloat or to keep feeding the families of the people they employ like at, my dad's a small business owner and so i saw firsthand how he had to make those decisions it's called catch environmental it's a uh, it's an environmental construction company in california yeah so he's he's done a phenomenal job he works for the he works he has like a really high profile uh, contract right now so he's doing really well awesome. um, but w- working for him for a while because I, I did engineering then I worked for him and was always sort of pursuing video on the side and now I do video full time yeah. and so while I was working with him, I just got to see sort of that that decision between like but these people, you know them, you want to feed them and you know their families and you know their their wife's name and their kids' names. And it's like, that's when it becomes trickier and just seeing how he navigated through that helped me understand how I want to navigate as a business owner as well. And how I want to really make it possible to be sustainable, ethical, not compromise my belief system and also like employ people and keep, you know, give other people a livelihood. So in terms of like when you're just interested in a lot of things, I think it's important to kind of try all those things out and then eventually certain ones stick. And that's kind of what, what I've done is I've found the couple things that I really love and, and I really want to explore those things. But I think the silver lining is I just love people. And so as long as I'll get to work with people, collaborate with good people and create with amazing people like that's winning for me
0: did you ever have a time where like you literally were like i'm on the wrong road or like all right i'm focused on the wrong thing or like was there a big shift where you kind of readjusted like your plans for the future
1: so yeah i think i experienced that all through college when i was studying engineering i think i felt every single day that i was on the wrong path but i wanted to do it because i wanted to prove to myself that i could endure and persevere and and finish what i started and also, I thought maybe it'll get better afterwards. Yeah. So that's why I I continued to pursue engineering um, as a professional. And there was a point, not sh- shortly, not too long into being an engineer, when I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I know that we're young, and like you know, a few years isn't right. as long in the long run. But the
0: reality is reality.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so for me, I felt I just felt like I don't want to be so miserable and I just feel so strongly that this isn't my path and so I sort of made a dramatic shift I like quit my job and I pursued uh, I tried to pursue videography more seriously and that's sort of when I started working for my dad too and and even at that time I felt like it, I'm getting closer but I'm still not close like I'm still not there doing exactly what I want and it was a good time because I got to spend time with family so there's trade-offs you know in the meanwhile yeah. and then eventually I was like... This still isn't what I want. I really want to pursue, like, sustainable manufacturing. Like, I just want to get started. So this was, like, in 2013, 2014. So I quit with my dad, and then I moved to uh, Ventura, California, which is where the Patagonia headquarters are. I talk about this all the time. (laughs) And so I I moved there because I I had a few contacts, and I was like, I'm just going to try to get a job there and just be available if something. In Fresno, which is four hours north, in my hometown, I was I was living there before I moved down to Ventura, which is like an hour and a half north of LA. And so, um, I, I pursued that. And when that wasn't really panning out, this opportunity to go to Australia came up, and to go to this festival called Rad Livin'. And I thought I've been to Australia when I was going to university. Like I've always said, I wanted to go back, and so kind of moved to Australia eventually, and then was traveling for a while. So. That's yeah, I think it was really good for me to sort of, like, try that, too. You know, there's a lot of different it's things good. I was in. Yeah, exactly. So that was, that was good as well.
0: Awesome answer, by the way. Crushed it. What changed and after that? And, then, and, like, how long after you made that shift, before you started seeing things, you were like, oh, my God, like, yes, this is it?
1: I feel like I made the, the biggest leap towards pursuing what I wanted to, pursuing what I loved when I quit working with my dad and I moved to Ventura to pursue Patagonia, yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he just concerned, I think, just yeah. like any dad should be, kind of way, right? I would be too if I yeah. was, the if I was the mom of me, I would be like, uh, no, you're not, yeah. but I think I was so hellbent because I felt so passionately about the concept of like, okay, we can manufacture, but. Can't we do it in a way that doesn't, isn't harmful to other people, and isn't harmful for the environment? Like, isn't there a way where we can do this where the economy can still be strong and lucrative, but we can also still be conscious about who it's affecting and how it's affecting us in the long run? So I think that that idea just like really grabbed onto me, and I felt so passionately about it that when I finally took that leap to like pursue that job, even though you know I was essentially jobless for a while. Um, And that can be really unfulfilling, and you can kind of feel depressed, like, during those seasons as well, but I was, that led to the next thing that I did, which was go to the festival in Australia, and then the person that runs that festival is now my best friend, and we traveled together in Europe last year, and I got to help her do the next, the festivals for the following two years, so it's like... All of it kind of... Even though it was maybe reckless, it always opened up a door to me feeling like I was getting closer and closer to being on a path of doing what I loved. Never really, like, finding the outcome or or reaching whatever I was looking for. But as soon as I felt like, yes, I'm on the path, I'm finally in the journey of, like, doing what I love and pursuing the things that light up my heart. Yeah, that's sort of, like, when I really felt like the light bulb went off for me. And, um, yeah, so I think, like, for anyone listening... It, it's scary, and even what I'm doing now, like, I'm kind of risking it all and starting a business of my own sustainable apparel. And that is really scary. And like you said, that like, I seem really happy in my vlogs and everything, but like, when I'm alone, I feel really down sometimes. And, and like, because I'm so extroverted, like, I preferred being in, with people, but I think being alone really helped me reflect and really analyze what was going on. Where were my values like, messed up? and realigning my value system and even learning to like love myself again and, and that yeah. sort of thing, like that's huge, yes. Yeah.
0: So you have this project called Cheap Seat Society with a whole bunch attached to it. I love it, and I will do a terrible job of explaining it, but I'm going to hand the mic to you and let you do it. I'm happy to get behind this, and I want to get the word out there and put it on the podcast and blow it up. You take it away.
1: <laughs> okay, so yeah, I just started um, a business. So I made Ashcatch official. I went to the county and I registered for a fictitious business name and so Ashcatch is the name of my company now and I'm throwing an event called Cheap Seats Society and that event is a sustainable denim fashion show. It's also a, an original short film premiere and then after those two things there'll be live music and drinks and food and mingling and there'll just be like a lot of different fun things you can see around the venue and basically the sustainable denim I'm creating denim out of old I'm creating new denim jackets out of old denim basically deconstructing any sort of denim like a jacket or a pants or whatever and then reconstructing a new garment out of them and the premise behind that is so much denim exists already and Why do we need, I don't need to go manufacture anything new when so much excess is already out there. So I'm taking the old stuff, I'm making something new out of it. And two, in the apparel industry, denim is actually one of the most water-intensive and energy-intensive textiles to produce. And there's so many chemicals involved, and it's just pretty gnarly. So when I think of, like, how do I want to make my impact in the apparel industry, denim is really appealing to me because it has the biggest chance to make the biggest change by, by like, you know, eliminating the pollution associated with it essentially. So that's the heart behind wanting to do denim. And I also, I just think denim is super cool. And so it's just a vibe. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, so I'm working with a a local, local to Los Angeles manufacturer, and he's going to help me design and shape. And he's a cut and sew manufacturer. And, um, So he's going to be like cutting and sewing all the garments for me and I'm basically working with him to like bring the designs to life and so that's really exciting and and I'm happy that everything's sourced and manufactured in L.A. Like so it's good for the local economy, it's good for the United States and so I'm really that was kind of one of the values for me is keeping it local, keeping it sustainable and ethical and then with the short film premiere I'm writing and directing a story to sort of complement the fashion brand. So I thought, I love storytelling. I love videography. I, I want to challenge myself in this way to write and direct. I was encouraged by a friend. Right. and, and so to do it for your own thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it just is. OCD
0: about it. Like, you know, I think. Yeah, I and think. It, ta- it takes yeah. a
1: lot of discipline, for yeah. sure, to sit down and write and spend time and stay inspired. And it, there's a whole thing that goes into it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm working with a production company in L.A., again, keeping it like local and, and just. Yeah, I think my heart is like, I want to involve as many great people as possible and just make this a big collaborative effort that empowers and, and, um, and pays people that are doing good work. And um, yeah, so so that's the heart behind everything. And, and I mean, it's on August 25th and I'm, I'm excited. Okay,
0: awesome. I'm gonna make sure I link everything up. I'm gonna give you the, the swipe up feature. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, where can people find you online? You have an amazing Instagram account. I love your Instagram. Uh, and your YouTube channel, obviously And anything, this is shameless self-promotion time
1: So, Ashcatch On Instagram And that's my website as well You can find all the info for the event At cheap seats Society At CheapSeatSociety.com Is the event website And yeah, YouTube is Ashcatch Thank you for doing
0: this And uh, I have to take you to this taco place over here It's amazing.